The college experience cheese it bowl preview featuring the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Miami Hurricanes on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie's six days of giveaways is upon us. So MyBookie is hooking players up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than Vegas Vegas. That's better than Vegas Vegas. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience cheese it bowl preview between the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Miami Hurricanes. My name is Colby Swinging Antibase Dan, aka Pick Dun D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. We are picking the cheese it bowl, and this begs the question out the gate: Cheese it's better than goldfish. Done deal. All right. I was talking with stacking the money green. I was on the SGP show with him and real money Kramer. And you know, they're not big cheese. It fans or especially Sean. I don't think, but uh, I think we all agreed. Cheese. It's better than, than goldfish, but Hey, it's a good, it's a good snack. And they got a they got a bowl game for Christ's sake. They're, they're big into football. Shout out to cheese. It's doing it big with the salted square cracker or some shit like that. I, I feel like I should be involved with their uh, marketing campaign. Try the salted square cheese cracker. And that's what we do at cheese it. Um, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about here. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. We got a new, we got new year's coming right up. Happy holidays. Let's win some money. Been doing pretty good on this bull season. I've been doing pretty good. I cashed in. I took Liberty on the money line against coastal Carolina. That was great for me. I took UTSA getting 13. That was great for me. I took Georgia state. Uh, I forget exactly what that number ended or what I got it at, but that one hit for me, which went three and oh on the 26th. And then on the 25th, I cashed in on the Buffalo bulls. Now I did say on the 24th, thankfully I didn't bet this game but I did a preview for this and I said, take Houston. But I said, I don't know with 20 players out. I don't know what players they are. So I advise people to stay away. But I said, gun to my head. I'm taking Houston. Luckily I didn't bet that game because I would have lost it. And my pick uh, 
what a loss, but that's a really hard game to tell. Then I locked up Memphis against FAU that covered. Um, and then you had Georgia Southern La Tech, which I personally didn't bet, but I will say I did bet on UCF and they got destroyed by BYU. BYU should have the right to play for a championship. Same with coastal, same with Liberty. They proved that. Um, I was wrong on Tulane. I did bet that that day on Tuesday, the 22nd, I got beat up pretty bad, both those games. But on the 21st, I was right with app state minus the points. And that has been bull season. I've been having a pretty good bull season considering I don't really care about a lot of these games because I want a playoff. But at the same time, we got a good lineup for Tuesday. We got the Oklahoma state Miami game. We got the Colorado, Texas Alamo bowl. And then Wednesday, there's a bunch and look, it's still football. I still love the fucking thing, even though there's opt outs, there's useless games, but uh, I'm still going to give you the best capping advice. Like with Lafayette, UTSA wasn't really excited for that one, but I knew also Lafayette probably wouldn't be very excited for that one. So I saw that I thought it was a no brainer to take UTSA and the points because of the motivation angle it, it cashed in. So here we are with Oklahoma state and Miami, Miami, Derek King just announced he's coming back, which I expected because I don't think he was going to be a high draft pick. That's no disrespect for King, or that's no disrespect to King. I like him. Um, I'm rooting for him as a person. I know he lost his father in the past year and I, I, I I'm genuinely rooting for the guy. Hope he, hope he, I hope he becomes good in the NFL. Um, but I also knew I cashed in big when uh, North Carolina beat Miami and just destroyed them. I, I knew Miami was fraudulent. And I actually think this, I mean, um, you look at their 2021 schedule, not to, not to go there, but they open up against uh, Alabama in the Mercedes Benz stadium. That doesn't, I hate those fucking games, man. I hate these big corporate American games. Yeah. Okay. We all want to see Miami, Alabama. Sure. That sounds cool, but play it at one of their home stadiums. I hate this. Like, Let's go play at an NFL stadium with a bunch of, it's just shit. Anyway, um, they're going to get destroyed there. So Derek King, and then they come back home the following week on September 11th and play uh, app state. And then the following week they get Michigan state. That's a tough schedule out the gate. That's a tough schedule to where they could, I mean, you let them, you let them somehow lose to uh, I mean, cause I actually think app state, they got chase Bryce, the transfer from uh, Duke, who I think is a decent quarterback. I think App State might might be able to give them a game, especially coming off of Bama. So imagine they go down zero and two and take on Michigan State, and who knows what Michigan State will be next year. But I'm excited to watch those games, and I mean I'm excited to have Derek King back because college football wins with uh, better players returning. But I do think they got a hard road ahead of them. Uh, who knows how that ACC schedule shakes out for them? But I knew they were fraudulent this year. Is where I'm getting at. I knew you look back at their, their schedule this past year, they opened up with UAB. Now UAB, I think I'd played one or two games prior and UAB had a ton of players out defensively with COVID. I'm talking like a substantial number without with COVID, but a lot of them on the defense in the third quarter, this was like a 17, 14 game and the depth in my opinion really, really hurt UAB. And I also thought they were starting the wrong quarterback at the time, but I don't know about that anymore, but uh, I thought they were fortunate to get out of there. And I even think that score looks deceiving 31, 14. Then they play Louisville uh, where Louisville, if Louisville just 
doesn't have two just defensive breakdowns where Miami just basically goes untouched. And it looked like you Louisville was like a, a middle school team. This would have been a game. It was only a 13 point game, even at that. So then they take on Florida state. And I believe Florida state started their backup quarterback in this game and they roll against Florida state. Then they took on Clemson and got destroyed by Clemson. Then they took on Pitt and Kenny Pickett didn't play. So that's two quarterbacks and a defense that ha- that that really didn't play for UAB. And then they took on UVA who didn't have Brandon Armstrong, their starting quarterback. So that, that's three teams without starting quarterbacks. Then they get a bye week. They take on NC state and Ryan F- or not Ryan Finley, but Devin Leary was out. So they played four teams without a starting quarterback. I mean, that's pretty fucking incredible. And then UAB without a lot of players. Then they, they, t- they beat Virginia tech in a, in a crazy game. That was a great game, but they were losing all most of all of it. They, they looked great and destroyed Duke. And then I knew this game. I circled this one. I was like, dude, North Carolina's going to fuck them up. Cause Miami's not good. North Carolina dropped 62 on them. I believe broke their rushing record uh, ever against Miami. And now you have this, this Oklahoma state game. And as you might remember, Mandy Diaz has played one bowl game before, and they lost last year to Louisiana tech in the conference USA. I, as much as we we're going to go through them, I believe Brev, uh, I wonder what opt outs we have. I believe Brevin Jordan opted out. Let me try to do a quick search on this. Um, mm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pulling this up. I, I thought I read that Brevin Jordan, their star tight end opted out. And I believe one of their best defensive players opted out as well. It's hard to find this information. There needs to be a website with optout.com. You hear me? Optout.com proving the pussies of today. Um, anyway, um, I, 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 you look at this team, Derek King, he's back. Uh, he's great. Rhett Lashley's offense has got, has been vastly improved despite the, okay. We can say they were counterfeit. They did. They played five teams with the back of quarterback and, and a team or four teams with the back of quarterback and a, a team that was just ob- obliterated by COVID. Sure. That's fair. But I will say the offense in general is a lot better with Rhett Lashley than the year prior. Now on the other side of that though, I think the defense is a lot worse, which begs Patty C's question. He always says when you go high powered offense, uh, air raid style and, 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 or any of those really high powered offenses, you practice against it and it makes your defense weak, which I think is a fair point. I don't, I don't know that I'm a hundred percent there yet. I remember the 2000 Oklahoma team, but I will say, I do think there is a solid trend of that happening. Um, King has got 22 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, he's playing good this year. Uh, running the ball, Cameron Harris, 120 yards or 120 attempts, 591 yards. And he was banged up. Somebody split time with Donald Cheney jr. Sounds like a politician and, uh, and Jalen Knighton. And they have a decent backfield with that. They don't commit to the run as much as I would prefer, but it is what it is. Now, now receiving the ball, like I said, I think Brevin Jordan opted out. Double check that because I couldn't find that right now. But Mike Har- Brevin Jordan was their guy before he got he got injured. But Mike Harley had emerged. Forty nine reception, seven hundred thirty yards, six touchdowns. Him, Mark Pope, yes, not the power forward from Kentucky that played on the Indiana Pacers. I'm talking about Mark Pope, the wide out of the Hurricanes. Thirty one catches, three hundred eighty nine yards, two scores him D Wiggins, Mike Harley, make up a decent receiving core. Now, if they lose Brevin Jordan, which I believe I read that it's going to be okay because Will Mallory is a really good backup tight end. 
he would start on like 95% of the other college football rosters. So not a big reason to panic kicking the ball. Jose Borgales Borgales. I think it is. Uh, this dude's a stud he, FIU transfer 35 of 35 on an extra point or an extra points, 18 of 20 on field goals long of 57. I'm telling you, this guy is a stud at FIU. He was a stud uh, defensively. They had opt outs. I believe it was Quincy Roche that opted out. I'm not a hundred percent on that. I wish I could pull this up somewhere, but this D line is really talented with or without uh, some of these players. Um, but Quincy Roche, uh, the Temple transfer, had a great season. 45 tackles, four and a half sacks, pass deflection, two forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, getting after it. Him, uh, Jalen Phillips, which you really need to look at. Phillip, who, let's, I mean, why don't they tell me this shit? Uh, I just gotta, since I can't find it on the internet, I'm just gonna quickly try to Miami opt outs. Try it on Google. Try it. Oh uh, yeah, Phillips. Okay, okay. So both Quincy Roche and uh, and Jalen Phillips are, are 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 opting out. So that means Nesta Jade Silvera gonna ha- uh, gonna have to step it up. Same with uh, Jonathan Ford, Jared Harrison Hunt, who actually had a good season: three sacks, sixteen sack or uh, sixteen tackles. Uh, Jafari Harvey and Jordan Miller, perhaps Jason Bissett gets some more burn. Um, and, and there's opportunity here because the weakness of Oklahoma state to me, obviously they've been dinged up at, at the quarterback spot, but, uh, throughout the season, but the O line wasn't great. It's not great. So I think there'll be room for success for the hurricanes there, despite missing two of their best players in the linebacking core. Look no further than Gilbert. Frierson, 49 tackles, two sacks, three pass deflections, one fumble recovery. Him, Bradley Jennings Jr., uh, also Sam Brooks Jr., and who's uh, Zach McLeod playing good this year. Uh, that's a pretty decent linebacking core. Well, here's what's crazy is you you analyze this roster and you say, how's the defense is bad? Because you look and there's talent everywhere. Same in the secondary. You look at Bubba Bolden and Amari Carter, two really good safeties. After that, I mean, Hall also gets in there and same with Al blades, junior shout out to the, all the blades, Brian blades, Benny blades, Al blades, senior and junior Al blades, senior, I think played at Pitt though. Um, and, uh, DJ Ivy, it's a decent secondary on paper, but they've struggled defensively. And I think there's room for them to struggle in this game because the Oklahoma state offense is prolific. Spencer Sanders uh, now, now obviously no Ch- Ch- Chuba Hubbard this game. He's opting out, but I don't think it matters much. I know that sounds crazy to say one of the best college basketball or college football running backs isn't playing, but okay. State's kind of running back proof. Desmond Jackson is good. And he, a- he actually has a higher yards per average running the ball than Hubbard 5.7 rushes or per, per rush than 4.7. So there's that. And he almost receiving wise is just as good as well. So I don't think that, I don't think they also have LD Brown, um, but Spencer Sanders only 10 touchdowns, eight interceptions of the season. That's got to go way up next year. I mean, this is a guy last year was a freshman and I was really impressed. Now the good thing for Spencer Sanders this year doesn't count. So next year you come back as a sophomore and 
you got a lot of time to work. And and he was dinged up this year to defend him. He was really dinged up. So if for some reason Sanders didn't go, Shane Ellingsworth uh, has gotten a lot of burn this year. Same with Ethan Bullock, but um, the backfield, I'm not worried about. I think Jackson and Brown are, are pretty darn good. And even Dominic Richardson, it's a good backfield receiving the ball. This is a good, I like this, this team. I really do like the, the, the wideouts here. Uh, Tylen Wallace, one of the best. And then Dylan Stoner, good possession receiver. And also Braden Johnson, even Landon Wolf gets in there, makes some big time plays here. Um, they did have a, a tight end transfer to Virginia. I believe that was Johnny woods. Uh, so it's going to be Logan Carter. I think picking it up. Um, O line has been, been an issue a little bit this year, the weak point of this team. Now I will say it was more so early on. I think as the season went on, they got a little bit better. Kicking the ball is Alex Haley's 18 of 18 on extra points, him and Brady pole. Uh, they've actually had three kickers kick extra points, but uh, they've only missed two all season, but uh, Hale was 13 of 14 on field goals, pulls four of seven. That could be Miami's got the clear kicking edge in this game. Uh, defensively then this defense for Oklahoma state's been really sound. Now I don't know about opt out. So try to try to do your research there. But uh, this defense has been the best defense and, and probably the Mike Gundy era. I would say I feel pretty comfortable saying that, but Tyler Lacey on the D line, 29 tackles, four sacks, him, Brock Martin, 23 tackles, two and a half sacks, trace Ford in there, 22 tackles, four and a half sacks. Uh, it's a good D line. Sione Asi getting in there causing Tyrant Irby. It's a good D line. Cody Walterscheid. Brandon Evers. I mean, it's a good D line. I'm, I'm impressed by this unit all across the board defensively linebacking Omen Ogba Baniga. This guy, I, I went to an okay state game this year. I went to Iowa state. Okay. State. And I was really impressed with this defense. Um, Malcolm Rodriguez in this linebacking court, Devin Harper. I mean, these guys have been playing their ass off. Don't forget about Calvin bondage, 17 tackles, six and a half sacks. Watch out D Eric. Um, and in the secondary, um, you want to look no further. The safety spots are pretty solid. They had three safeties that have been really con- contributing well this season. Trey Sterling, Tanner McAllister and Colby Harvell peel shout out to, to your good name there. And at the corners, it's Thomas Harper, Christian Holmes, and also Darius Williams. Um, I, I mean, right now, what do we see in this line at? By the way, I want to throw this in there. Mike Gundy is really good in bowl games. I know they lost to AM in a close one last, last year, but they didn't have their quarterback. Um, Oklahoma state is a minus two right now. I'm seeing this over at circa and my, my book has actually got it at minus two and a half. So um, even at two and a half, I think the play is Oklahoma state. Miami still got opt outs. I think Gundy's a better coach. I wonder about the motivational angle. Manny Diaz has already proven to struggle in bowl games. Give me the Cowboys uh, minus two and a half to get this one done. I don't even think the Ch- Chuba Hubbard loss is, is that important. I think that losing, losing your, your other players for the hurricanes is probably more important, even though at tight end, I don't think it's going to be much of a drop off. So give me the Cowboys minus two and a half. What is he? He's nine and five all time in bowl games. And even last year, I thought he, oh, he overachieved in prior and they still lost barely, but the, the three get bowl games prior to that, they won. Give me, give me the Cowboys here. Get this thing done. 
at the, at the cheese. And where is this? Cheese's bowl is in Texas. I think no, it's in Orlando. So a little bit might have some Miami fans there, but Hey, they're, they're come on. It's not like they're, they're real big fans anyway. So here's the Dundee special. Take, take the, uh, take the Cowboys minus the two or two and a half. You heard it here first. All right, guys, this is the college experience. Uh, if you're a first time listener, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Been doing it for four years, four years. I say we, me, my co-hosts that are normally with me, Patty C NC, Nick, every single college basketball season, every single college football season, the past four years, we've been over 500 picking every single division one game. We've been way over 500 on our locks. We release all of that for free on a spreadsheet on sports We also tweet it out daily on our Twitter accounts, which I will give you in a second here, but that's my point. It's not a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. We're giving you, this is for real. We know our shit. And uh, we've been doing it for four years and never lost you money. If you listen, if you picked all of our locks, but even if you picked all of our games, every single game, you a you need a lot of money, but you'd still be, it, it, you know, you'd still ha- ha- would have made money. So check that out. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. I don't believe in that shit. But what I will try to charge you for is your kindness. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, the college experience, say some nice things about us. That would really be important to us. I can't emphasize that point enough. Oftentimes sponsors uh, tell us that, you know, they want to see fans engaged talking about the podcast that they're about to invest in before they invest essentially. So perhaps you leave us that five-star review. Some company sees it. And uh, next thing you know, they, they give us that some extra money. We give you more breakdowns. You start to make more money. You finally go to the fucking Bahamas. You've been wanting to go to the Bahamas forever, right? You catch a deal because it's COVID times. Take a cruise ship. No one's on the fucking cruise ship because no one's taking cruise ships, but you take one. You basically got a solo fucking cruise ship down there because you got extra money from us. You know what I mean? You bring a couple gals along or you meet. Actually, you know what? You go down there, you get down to that island, one of those islands, and you meet some, some Islander girls you're having a great time. You invite them back on your fucking yacht. You tell them it's yours, even though we know damn well it's not. But if you keep listening to the college experience, you'll be able to buy one of those fucking cruise liners. All right. They're, then they think that you got that cruise ship. They're going crazy. They're having a great time with you. You're having the greatest time of your life. All right. You're calling your mom, thanking every, thanking her for fucking having you. You know what I mean? You're just saying you're the best. Mom, I'm fuck. You're like, it's like dumb and dumber. You're blowing your nose and dollar bills. You know what I mean? You're just loving life and all because you left us a five-star review. All right. So please, if you can't do that. And as a token of our kindness, if you do leave a five-star review with some nice words said, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. And I will enter you in a David Stern like raffle where you're guaranteed to win a college experience t-shirt. How about that now? All right. Look, it's a, it's winter. You need a shirt. All right. If you're going to take that cruise liner, you're going to need that fucking college experience shirt just to get you over the edge. Cause look, there's a lot of people wearing shirts down there on those islands. All right. Now you show up, you're wearing your shirt. It's all shiny. It looks good. Women are attracted to shiny things. Then boom, they give you a call. You know, they show up at your hotel room door. They're knocking on the door, asking what you're doing. You got HBO? You got HBO? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Point is, um, if you can, 
do that. Uh, uh, and I will get you a college experience t-shirt, right? At the Colby D on Twitter. Uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831, former JMU Duke defensive back. Don't forget FCS football starts February 13th. I think the first game is, but I think that's only one game. It's like week zero. And then we get a full season on February 20th, kicking off. We will cover it here from the college experience. Get ready. And we also college basketball season guys, Miami hurricane, Jimmy Larinaga got a great team, Oklahoma state. I don't think you're eligible to make the tournament this year, but your squad is really good. And, uh, got that freshman is just a stud. Uh, so check out the college experience. I mean, we're on fire with our college basketball picks every day. We tweet those things out. So give Patty C a follow, give at the Colby D a follow, give NC Nick a follow NC Nick writes a lot of great articles at sports podcast.com. And we are part of the sports gathering podcast. Give them a follow at DSGP network. Check out the Slack channel sports gathering podcast too. That's been one of the best ways to get the most up-to-date information on who to bet on. And yeah, this is the cheese it bowl preview. Take the Cowboys and, and, and t- just pour yourself a glass of bourbon and knock out a box of cheese. it support, support the, uh, the beautiful cracker, keeping football going. All right. <laughs> what did I say before the four, the four squared cheese cracker? You know what I mean? You got to support it. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.